the Lloyd's List Shipping Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Lloyd's List Podcast for all the news that is shaping shipping. I'm Helen Kelly, Europe Editor-in-Chief at Lloyd's List, standing in for your usual host, Richard Mead. Today, we come to you from Braemar Shipbrokers in central London, which is hosting Maritime UK's Women in Maritime Task Force, working to rebalance the gender ratio across UK shipping and services. I have with me Chair of the Women in Maritime Task Force, Sue Turpolowski, OBE. Welcome, Sue. Thank you, Helen, very much for doing this. Pleasure, pleasure. So, Sue Turpolowski, what exactly is the Women in Maritime Task Force? Um, why is it needed? Okay, the Times Force has come together to really look at the issue seriously within the maritime sector. An awful lot has been said at many, many conferences, and you and I have been at them, where yes. it's been digressed in all sorts of ways and things. But I was really keen to actually think about what can we do practically. I'm a very practical person. So I thought about what can we start to do to make a change, make something different And how can I leave a legacy to the industry that I absolutely love and care about? So I thought about a task force, looking at it. I was inspired by women in finance, women in tech Mm. that I'd been involved in on the fringes because my old offices were at Old Street Roundabout and I'd seen what they were doing. I thought, well, why don't we do something similar? So I started to hound John Hayes and say to him, I think we should be starting up something here. He then laid the challenge down at the Worcester UK conference um, during London International Shipping Week last year for the industry to do something, and Maritime UK took up the challenge. And then they came to me and said, Sue, well, you're the one that's been the inspiration about trying to get this going. Would I head the task force? And I thought, what a privilege. Yeah, absolutely. So we have just completed a meeting for the Women in Maritime Charter Working Group. Can you tell our audience a little bit about what that is and what you hope to achieve with it? Yeah, well, the charter really has two sides to it. One is the physical charter that we're asking companies to sign up to, which is that they look to their own organisations and how they can make improvements in the diversity field and start to do incremental changes within the company. Mm -hmm. Alongside that, it's about producing some really good practical toolkits. Because if you look at women in transport, women in finance, if you go to their websites that are dedicated to it, there's some fantastic material on there. And even if you're not part of the charter, you've still got some great tools that you can bring into your business. And it's proven if you really do take gender equality seriously in your company, it has a financial success to the business. So this is for all businesses to do. So we're producing our toolkits and the charter at the same time, looking to do those, get people just to think a bit differently, look at their companies a bit differently, their recruitment processes a bit differently, and see if they can benefit and make gains within their own company. And what everybody tells me in all these other sectors that are further ahead of us is, once people see the change, they think, why didn't we do this years ago? It's just so obvious. And we just want to bring that to the maritime sector. The task force also plans to launch a Women in Maritime Charter Pledge at Seaworks in Southampton on July 6. What is that and why is it important? Okay, the pledge is the first stage because we realise that lots of companies aren't going to go, be able to go straight to the, cha- to the charter. So the pledge is the start of the journey. And it's working with us to say, okay, as a company, we're pledging to look at this. We're going to look at how we actually view our gender diversity program, our gender pay and all the issues within the company. And we're going to start looking with you how we can join into the charter. Mm -hmm. And if people just do the pledge and they don't even go forward to the charter, that's fine. 
they're starting the journey and that's what it's all about is starting to incrementally make differences in our industry so the pledge is the first stage the charter is going to be the second stage and the charter will be a continual growth charter so it's not a piece of paper you tick the box you put yes. it in your annual report and it's finished right we will be monitoring it to keep the charter as a status symbol for your company you will have to do annual reviews and you will have to show that you are doing whatever it is you're saying. Now, if people don't hit every single thing on the charter, we're not going to throw them out tomorrow because we realise there's a, a business thing here. But it's about the processes and putting these processes in place, the ethos and the culture change that we're looking at. And we will work with businesses to do this. And we're really keen that this involves everybody from the micro small businesses through to the big businesses. So it's not going to be about setting standards that people can't meet themselves they set their own standards but it's standards of growth and change within the company Mm, what type of support do you aim to offer businesses so we're going to do a number of online toolkits we're going to run some workshops and we're going to do signposting to things that are available through other mediums because if you are looking at maybe you want to increase the women in your engineering Mm. there's some fantastic work being done by other groups so we're not about duplicating we will signpost you and say, well, look, go and talk to women in engineering. They're doing some fantastic courses there. Use those. Look at how we can actually work together as women groups. And one of my dreams is that we have a super women's group. So all our women's group, women in finance, tech, women in engineering, women in maritime, we all start to work together as one big network. And we share best practices amongst ourselves so we don't duplicate, but we actually grow in in strength together. Mm -hmm. Very practical approach to it, yeah. So one more thing the task force is working on is a benchmarking exercise. Can you explain to us what's involved and who can take part in that? Okay. Well, the first question everybody asks me is, well, why are you doing this? What's the figures behind it? What's the proof? And to be honest, I can't tell you. Hmm. I know that people say there's about 3% of women are seafarers, and that's fairly agreed, but some people then even dispute that figure. But actually land-based, there's no real figure that anybody can come up with that says, yes, okay, as a sector, we know we've got X number of women that are employed in the sector on the land side. So that's what the benchmarking survey is about. Is We're really at the stages. The first thing is really just to get a handle of how many people are involved in the sector and the types of roles and jobs they're doing and the level within the company they are. So we're going to dissect it in a number of ways. We're going to look at how many are in HR, how many are ship brokers, how many are in IT, how many are engineers. So we've got a figure on that. And then look at, okay, how many of them are junior jobs and positions? How many of them are middle management? How many of those are senior management? And how many go right the way through? So that we can then see where areas companies might need to work at. And that would feed into the charter. Mm. So companies might be really good at getting people in at the junior level, but not very good at progressing them through the company. So they might want to work at that fraction there. And that would be something that they would set their charter on. Mm -hmm. So it's about... Also, we're hoping by companies just filling in the benchmark survey, they will see their own areas within the company that they need to work on. So it's about working together, doing this survey, giving real facts, because also, how do I know I've been successful? Mm. If I haven't got something to benchmark myself against after we've done all this work, we can't prove our worth either and what we're saying. So this is going to be a fairly simple but intensive survey, which we're hoping will be done on an annual or biannual basis, and we've got to decide what we're going to do on that, which we'll look at it. And things like you know, how many women, if you take our HR and marketing functions, are left in the industry. Mm-hmm. 
So how many are really involved in, like, as I say, the sort of hard skills, the legal skills, the, the, the brokering skills, the financial, of sh- mm. you know, raising money for ships? How many are actually involved in the crewing side and those sort of things? So that's the type of thing we're trying to do, It's to give some hard facts, both to monitor ourselves and our success, but also to give industry the knowledge. Because hopefully we'll get some surprises in there. There are areas we're doing really well. Mm. It's not all about just knocking ourselves. Yeah, if we've got some really things to shout about, let's shout about them. Yeah, that would be very nice. Very nice. So you talked there a little bit about benchmarking, so companies can know whether they have achieved the goals that they have set themselves. As chair of this task force, you've been quoted as saying that it's time for real action over gender inequality in the maritime industry. Do you think this task force will make a real difference? And if so, how? Yes, I do. I think for two things. One is, how can you ignore 50% of the opportunity of employment, which is women? And everybody tells me, every meeting I go to and every conference I go to, there's a real skill shortage. So it it doesn't make sense. But the real thing about it is, as I say, it makes financial sense. But also there is now a change. Our industry is changing. We're in this industry 4.0. Technology is going to be very much AI, robotics, all these things. And they are actually skill sets that perfectly fit the women's and the women's ability. So I think there will be a cultural shift. And I think there is also a will. I mean, you know, people have come up to me and congratulated me that I never thought would within the industry. So I think there is a, we're at a cusp of a changing point for all different reasons, partly the economics, partly the fact that people are not getting the employed people they need to employ at the moment. And also the jobs are changing Plus, I think, you know, with all that's going on around us, all that's been said about diversity, people now understand it. Mm -hmm. Well, I wish you all the very best. Thank you very much for speaking with us today, Sue. And remember, you can sign up to the Women in Maritime Pledge uh, at SeaWorks in Southampton on July 6th. You can also listen to all the Lloyd's List podcasts via our own homepage on www.lloydslist.com. And you can sign up for a free trial to access the latest Global Maritimes news, views and in-depth interviews. Have a great weekend. See you all next time.